up, bitches! <laughs> Go here we go. Lock it in. Thanks for coming on such a cold fucking day. Thank man. you for having me. Uh, my wife and I have both gone outside and mm-hmm. we both come inside and said the same thing like, done for the day. Literally. There's no reason I'm going to. We're already, the only thing about, uh-huh. first of all, thank you for saying that you like our house. I the love lake, your the house. The Lakewood houses are old. So okay. we have to monitor the, the, the weather. So okay. when it's this cold, we have to kind of let the water run because the pipes will freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's I a was, real thing. I was starting my car up and it was like, she was like not having it. She was so mad. She was like, "I don't want to go." Well, and also that's the other thing with us. And mm-hmm. things, so much shit has just changed. Mm-hmm. My wife and I both work from home. We don't drive a lot. No, we really, really don't. We have a car no. in the garage, so we have a uh, an eight month old. Okay, so right, right, right. we 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 went so long without having it. We had paid paid off both of our cars. Mm-hmm. It was the greatest feeling I've ever had in my I life. Bet. And we went about a year. With no car payment. Okay. And then, you know, the baby's coming and we're like, look, the reason these are paid off because we've had these for so long. So we got to get. We actually went a while with one car because we're married. We're t- together 95% of the time. I was time. about to say, in that in that time before baby and like when the cars were paid off, did you like go on vacation or something? We just, yeah. I mean, we just did. I, I would have had to. She would just be like, uh, well, you know, do you think maybe we can just like, no, actually, we can do that now. Yes. Because now all of a sudden you just got an extra $400 a month. Oh. You know? I mean, it's just. So the the baby came, and I was like, all right, well, I got to get a new car, because this car is fine, Mm -hmm. but the second I need it to not fuck up, that's what's going to go. Of course. It's going to fall apart. So got a new car, Mm -hmm. but we had already gotten rid and sold my wife's other car, because we never drove it. And it was like a Volkswagen. We got a... I mean, they were really... People, dealerships were picking up cars for good money. Absolutely. And my wife's was sitting in that garage for so long, it only had like 40,000 miles on it. Oh, fuck yeah. It was in great shape. And then she dropped this on me. I never thought of it. She's like, I know we're together all the time, but we have a baby. There's never a time that one of us can be here without a car. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. So we went right from no car payments to two car payments. So smart. But it is That's so fun. But like, again, we're doing the same thing again. Her car is in the garage all the time. We take it out like once a month just Mm -hmm. to be like, like it's a treat. Only because we're like, we got to fucking drive this thing. Right. I'm afraid it's just going to, nothing will happen to it, but like. It's like, we got it. We have to at least drive it sometimes. Oh, just a little. Just to see what it's like. Just as a treat. It's a nice car, too. Just as a treat. But, you know, the car's in the garage, and we're not going to play fucking musical chairs for if we're just going to go to the store. So, I don't know. Anyway. Hello. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. All the way me. from Kent, too. Yes, I'm very excited. I really appreciate uh, anyone that makes... I mean, I, I have people that are two blocks away that have come on, but I appreciate anyone that makes the time to come on. I here, so. just love... I am, like, addicted to new experiences. New experiences are, like, my crack. Good. And I tried to do a podcast by myself, like, in 2021, and then I was like, eh, no. But now I'm Why like... Not? I don't know. I just was like... I was so like not focused. I have really bad ADHD. So I'm like... You're young. We I all gotta, have ADHD. I gotta like... I gotta go... I gotta be really focused and like love to do something if I'm gonna follow through. So... Yeah. It's good. Well, you're mm-hmm. busy though. Like yeah. you're, you're young and you're doing things. Oh, you're God. traveling. You're performing. Like for mm-hmm. me... 
honestly, this is about as easy as good a gig as I can get because mm-hmm. I'm an older dude anyway. Yeah. I'm home a lot. I got a kid. Yeah. I work here, so this is actually my, my office as well. Very fun So office. a lot of times I can just go from work to just sit right here, and I do enjoy this, but for me it's a lot easier because I'm here. Oh, this is the dream. It is pretty cool. This is the dream. You should. I don't know if there are any... Well, let's just before I of start, course. just I'm so bad at that. No, I, that's real. 230 episodes, and oh. I am still bad at introducing. Oh, the that's guests. fine. Uh, comatose. Worry. Yes. Drag performer. Yes. Coming up from Kent. Yes. Thank I you am, so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. I will introduce myself. My name is Comatose. I am the quote unquote mother of Kent drag. I am the beast in black and white from the Northeast. You know, I, I just I run around. I do my things. I twirl. I have fun. I love what I do, and I love being here. I'm so excited. Good. Oh, I'm glad. I'm really glad that you're excited. I'm, I'm glad you're having fun. We're a couple minutes. Yeah. good. I'm glad. I'm going to just I, uh, I cannot remember exactly how we got started talking. I think we were just commenting on each other's like stories I and remember. shit like that. Something, something like that. So I... I don't remember how, but I was like looking at like podcasts. I think it was like the Sir Yacht episode because yeah. I watch a lot of Worst Cooks in America because I'm like, I could do that, but you know, lazy. But um, the Peach Fuzz episode, I was like, oh my God, period. I love Peach Fuzz. And then I saw the date that that came out was the actual like date that I started doing drag. So I first performance? No, like first time ever putting it all on. Oh really? Like that was the day I made my Instagram. That was the day I made my first post. It was wild. It was like so I was like, this is like I'm crazy. This is a sign that I have to be on this show. And so I was like, I'm going to be on here no matter what it takes. No, I'm glad I'm glad you reached out. I'm very the worst thing that like being a performer, like the worst thing that people can say is no. Like, oh, I like, and that's not even agree. like, that's not even like a horrible thing. Like, oh no, it's just a no. Well, that's fine. Well, you know, and I'm not going to say that people haven't reached out that I've just kind of dodged. Of I course. Have. Of um, course. The, the, the worry with sometimes when people would just mm-hmm. say, Hey, you should, I'd like to come on. You should have me on. And I, right. I look at their page. I'm like, not I giving. should be able to find out kind of quickly if this would even be kind of interesting. Exactly. Like there's already one uninteresting person here. I need yeah. the other <laughs> I need the other one. The don't guests. don't um sell yourself short. You have nunchucks on the wall. That's so interesting. Yeah. Not that expensive. Well <laughs> they look very, very hurdy. Yeah, I bought those in Buffalo on the way back from a bachelor party. Oh, there's a uh, on I can't remember the name of the I, – I, I don't know. Whatever the, the, the main highway that goes all the way up to Buffalo and to, like, Toronto. Right. There's legitimately a store on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, one of those barren Ohio highways where, you know, you could, there's, like, four cities and the rest of Ohio is just woods. Right. And on the side of the road – I thought it was, like, a big porn store. But it was because on the yeah. side of the road, that's where most of those are. Even better. But uh, the store was just said fireworks and ninja supplies. And I was like, "We guys, we gotta stop." I need to go there. I'm like, we gotta stop. We got. I'm, there's no. I, was I mean? That's, I, like, that's, I know it's in there, but I still gotta see what's in there. Oh, that's like. That's exactly what have, was in there. You too. have to do that. It was you, fireworks and ninja on fireworks. one side, and then ninja stuff on the other side. And that's. I think that's incredible. Yeah, I did too. I love small businesses like. I have that. a picture. I'll send you the picture that we took. Please outside of it. do. Because I was like, we're coming back from a bachelor party for like two days. We're all very hungover. I'm like, oh I don't God. care what you guys want to do. I'm driving. Exactly. We're stopping. We now. have to be here. And that's where I we got the nunchucks the and a couple stars. throwing stars too. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, it was amazing. If I find all of them, do I win a prize? Uh, yes, you get to hand them back to me. Delightful. <laughs> you can. I'm into uh, that. I I don't know. You can take something from the upstairs. 
that is of equal or lesser value. Okay, that's good to know. Because like I, because I did case the joint, so I'm like maybe, maybe I'll take a little like. That's completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's completely fine. Yeah. So okay, so you so yes. you the first time you kind of donned it all, did everything. Yes. Was the, the and Peach, but that was that two years ago. Two least, and a half. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I don't have any concept of time, but I know it was a while ago. I'm psychotic, so I, I, I feel like I, kn- I remember a lot of drag-specific stuff because it's okay. just taken over my life for so long. But yeah. I'm, like, upset. I like that. Though. I've always been intrigued. My, my buddy, Ken Schnack, he does a lot of the, the, the emceeing and the hosting. He is oh, so handsome. He's amazing, yeah. He is such a nice man. He's such man. a good guy. I talked to him last night. and uh, But he does all the emceeing and, and the hosting, and... Um, um, I don't know. I, I'd never. I, I'd obviously always liked the shows. Cause I think they look awesome. But right. Peach was the first person I ever spoke to. Yeah, and she was amazing. She came on. She's and, great. I and love I mean, we Peach just. Was. In fact, I was just on someone else's podcast, and they asked me, "What is the one?" If someone wants to kind of know what your shows, I was like, go to the Peach Fuzz episode. Peach Fuzz, because they all were talking about like 80s movies. And we were I talking about everything. Giggling. We were talking about everything. And she was Christ. in full dress. Oh, yeah. She looked incredible. Better than me I, in my sweatpants and Crocs and full face. Nothing wrong with sweatpants and Crocs. I fucking love sweatpants, yeah. man. So do I. It's, They're it's, so calm. Everyone loves sweatpants after 2020. That, so that, that's it. We're, everyone's wearing sweatpants. That should matter. be, I feel like uh, something that like we have not like addressed as a society that we need to is like sweatpants is now formal attire. Well, I am allowed to go out. I think young, no, I think young kids do. Well, when young I was kids in, wear like gym shorts and they go out. Well, that's like a little psychotic. But when I was in high school, I remember I was like, you can't wear sweatpants like to high school because you are gonna look crazy. And then like the pandemic hit, and then I was like, you know what? They they were ahead of the curve. Oh, they I knew agree. What they were doing. I my I have a a, a nephew that. Uh, a nephew that is uh, just about to enter college, but I don't think I've ever seen him in pants. He's always wearing sweats or sweat shorts, something like that. Sweat like shorts, especially in this weather, is terrifying to me. Like, I saw one yesterday getting coffee. Well, oh, it was Browns yikes. Day though, so well, well, I mean, some of them oh, go a little god. nutty for that shit though. Oh my god, the Browns! Do you want to hear a crazy thing about me? About the Browns? Well, yeah, let's okay. just get into because something so happened is, to you yesterday. Well, too, that's yeah? that's a separate thing. This is just a separate we'll separate do them thing. Both. All right. So I, my little sister takes these dance classes right and they're really expensive and one of the ways like we help like afford said dance classes is like we this is like the craziest thing ever we have like a booth at brown stadium that we like concess like we have a concession stand at brown stadium oh really so i was there for the playoffs I was serving like chicken tenders to some of the drunkest people I've ever met in my entire oh, life. Yeah, man. On that day, that fateful day. I swear to God, people were out at seven thirty a.m. yesterday. Oh, my God! Like it was, it was truly like one of the most insane things I've ever done in my entire life. Also, as somebody that has been drunk and outside, if I were to walk by someone selling chicken tenders, I would give them a blank check. Oh my God! <laughs> I and so what was hysterical were there were these two amazing people. I love rich people so much because I'm like I want to be you. I idolize you. And there were these two. This man and his wife. They came up. They were in fur coats in Brown Stadium. And I said, okay, I, these are my people. And this man, literally serious as hell. Walks up to me and he goes, I'll have the chicken tenders. He goes, do you have Grey Poupon? And I said, sir, you are in Cleveland. I don't think there's Grey Poupon in this entire no, city. No, we have our own mustard. Exactly. Yes. I was like, that's not going to happen. And then they were like, oh, we're from New Jersey. We're not from around here. And I said, well, baby, you are not in Kansas. This is Cleveland. There is no Grey Poupon in Cleveland. And there is no Warren Bossing say. That's what it, that's what it yeah, is. Anyone that has it, we have it ironically or as a joke. It, I, it's not. I wish I had some just for this man. I'm not sure I've ever had it. 
I haven't had it either. I'm not a mustard person. Mustard, like, scares me. Um, the color yellow. I think you also get older, I think. Yeah. I wasn't either, and now it's what I have. On I, don't, I don't know. if I Yellow things put into my body is just, like, I don't know. Like, I don't like cheese whiz. I don't like mustard. I do like cheese as a concept. Like, I do like that guy. But just, like, yellow entering my body, I don't know. Yellow exiting my body, big fan. <sighs> I was going to say, big like, that fan. was my next one. Eggs are amazing. Big fan. Like, it's, like, my favorite food. Yeah. Eggs are good, too. I do like an egg. I do like an egg. I like a sunny side up egg. Yeah. Not a lot of yellow in that. See? Okay. Catching All on. right. You're still you, you're breaking away from the yellow. Catching okay. on. Yeah. Scared of yellow. Entering my body. Okay. <laughs> I had this crazy experience last night, and now I've been given a platform to discuss it. And this is like, I've literally been annoying my friends about this for like the past 24 hours. So when they hear this, they're going to be like, oh, good grief. Here they fucking go again. Okay, so I was on Twitter last night. Now, are you familiar with the concept of gay Twitter? Uh, no. Okay, well, it's called X now, but if you're gay, it's still Twitter. So gay Twitter, there's like humor and then there's like pornography and I am a big fan of the latter. And I saw this like preview video with like a guy in a mask and I was like, oh my God, this is so like cool and hot. And I com- I made like a comment on like the post or something and um, I was like, oh my God, this is like so cool or whatever. I'm obviously being very, very uh, anonymous with what I was really saying by just saying it was cool because it was cool, it was great. And um, the guy DM'd me, he was like, do you wanna watch the full thing? And I was like, hell yeah. And I see, like, the first clip. He sent me, like, 15, like, texts in a row. And I was like, oh, my God. And I see the first clip. The guy has his mask off, and it was my friend from high school. Oh, shit. That I've known since we were, like, 17. And I literally, I had to, like, pause it, and I had to be like. Does he know? Wait, is he aware who? He does not know that I saw So your Twitter is your. My Twitter. My Twitter. I have two. I have comatose, which is, like, me being stupid. And then I have a blank page that nobody will find because I, like crazy stuff but um i see him and i i have not told him yet that i that i saw this and i don't think i ever will but i was like holy shit i was shocked and i was like i was amazed i was like wow because it was like it was like that guy in high school that was like you know really quiet really kind of reserved he was just like just get sometimes are the wildest ones oh my god i was like i literally was like i was i was telling my friends and i was like that should be me doing these things. I was like, oh my God, it was amazing. I'm sorry, that really didn't no, go no. anywhere, but no, I'm like, that's the craziest thing that's ever happened. But no, it's weird when you, but yeah, there's like a connect, you're not expecting to actually Absolutely be familiar not. with somebody. No, that happened no, no, my, no, no, no. My freshman year of college, something very, some, not as like this, but as crazy. It made it very odd for the remainder of that year where right. uh, there was this girl in one of my history classes. She was mm-hmm. very, very pretty. Right. And everyone wanted to talk to her. I was not a, a cold caller with girls. No. I'm still not. I never was. No. So I really couldn't go up and talk to her. I never did. No, that's right. Um, one of the nights, very early in college, where we're like, you know, we just went out. We went out to the, the the strip clubs. First thing you do when you go out when you're in college. Right. I don't know why you just do. You just got to because you don't it. know any better. No. You just don't know how dumb and pointless and literally. It is. So you go there, and we are not there. Fifteen minutes, and they call this girl on stage, and it's her. And oh fuck yeah! Swear <laughs> to God. And I looked up and I was, huh, and I couldn't. I feel like she recognized us, but oh, I I will, and I. The, the main reason that I regret never talking to this girl mm-hmm. 
is not because I already saw her naked. So I feel like our relationship was already kind of working its way back, like right, Benjamin right, right. Buttoning. Because sometimes you got But gotta... she handled this like a fucking boss. Oh. I thought she was going to like see me and like a bunch of my friends, mm-hmm. two of which were in this class with her. So she it wasn't a huge class. I... And she handled it as if she was dancing for her life. Good for her. And that's, and th- that was the, and everyone is just like walking, like everyone walked away. They're like, we saw her naked. This amazing girl. I can't believe we just saw her naked. And I'm like, I can't believe how fucking cool she was yeah. about this. I fucking love strippers. To this day, to this day, I wish I had not even asked Rod, just be like, hey, obviously you're so cool. this is never going to happen because no. you're light years ahead of right. me in terms of attractiveness. Yeah. But, Man, you really handled that well. Damn. <laughs> and I, I, and I remember strippers. it to this day. I fucking love strippers. Like, I, y'all are telling me y'all are going to go out in just a bikini, the highest heels I've ever seen in my entire life, and you're going to just twirl on that pole for a little bit to they're like a song of too. your choice. The shit they do. And they're climbing on top of that shit. Yeah, it's like, fucked. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm fat as hell. So I, if I were to get on that pole, the pole would go down. So I just think anyone that like gets on that pole. Bitch, I'm in love with you. Like, go goes, you. I feel like people that get on that pole and do the things they do should be in like special forces. Like, yeah. There, there are some of them. I've seen some go forty fucking feet in the air, hang onto it by just like their leg, and slowly come oh. down with absolutely majestic grace. I've seen some crazy shit. Yeah. Same. So okay, so similar to that, I was at a show at the Zephyr. Have you ever been to the Zephyr and I Kent? Have. Big fan of the Zephyr and Kent. So have you been outside at the Zephyr and Kent? Oh, years ago, yeah. So, you know, there's like a giant wood, like, scaffolding spiral yes. staircase. Very unsafe. <laughs> I, very unsafe. I don't know how that Just thing walking is still down standing. It. it looks like it's made of tape. So, I was at a show. I was, you know, just like watching the drag show. Oh, my God, I love drag. And this girl comes on. Her name is Omega. Love Omega. Omega is like, she does really, really high energy performances. The song was Gimme More by Britney Spears. Love that song. Y'all know that song? Good song. Stream it on Spotify. Um, so like at one of like the parts where there's like not a lot of words, she like climbs all the stairs, like to the top of the staircase and Zephyr uh, as like a space, there's like a big stage area and like the stairs are away from that. So I'm like, what is this crazy bitch about to do? She, and then she gets to the top. We all see her at the top of this and she's like whipping her hair on the side. This bitch saddles like the railing and scales down the on the other side like a fucking ninja like scales down the side of the thing to get me to give me more by britney spears like expertly and it was the craziest i was so i was truly shocked i said now i don't understand why the conservatives want to ban drag baby you could have gotten to that capital by yourself you would have snuck right on it I don't you, think anyone. I, I bet you there's a large group of them that don't want to ban drag. You just you, it's you, so fun. You got to go with your side, and they, they just regardless. I bet there's Democrats that that want to build a wall. I bet you there's I bet. Republicans that oh, love drag. The political drag. landscape is so wild. It's trash. To me. It's too trash. I can't Everyone's even. Just I've talked thing. to a couple people about that, mm-hmm. like about like even having someone on. I'm like, I don't think I could. I <laughs> not that I. I mean, I could. Right. But it would just turn into just. You know, like, uh, I, I don't remember the actual article. I don't know if you know who Matt Walsh is. I'm familiar with the I saw the, the dumbest name. interview with him where he was trying to ex- – oh, I know what it was. It was the – It was, and I know this happens all the time, but it's just such a – aside from the political landscape, the news landscape is mm-hmm. such trash. Right. They a lot of times won't push back on some of these things because they want the interviews and they don't want to get absolutely, blackballed. Absolutely, absolutely. And – the question he was just like, yeah, there's, I mean, there are these these puberty blockers for kids. They've been, regardless of what you think about that mm-hmm. or at all, they're like, uh, he's like, this has been distributed to millions of children. And the interview, it was a Joe Rogan clip, and Rogan's like, stop, oh millions of kids. 
and I, I forgot Rogan mm-hmm. has a guy that just sits off on the side and just pulls stuff up on the screen. And he just kind of just, it's not that he, Rogan, gave him like a nod. I think the guy even just know like, that's not true. So the guy just immediately starts pulling it up. Right. And uh, all of a sudden, screen, but you can't see the screen, but the, 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 their faces get brighter. So something pops up. And he's like, what did you pull up here? And, and his, his producer's just like, this is like the last stats of how many people. It was like 3,500. Yeah. And uh, so it kind of, and it was uncomfortable it, for him. And he, he looked at him and he's just like, so definitely not millions. Like it says you're like 3,500. Like, and then he's like, well, yeah, I mean, maybe not millions, but it's it's uh, obviously a couple hundred thousand. He's is, like, no, not a couple hundred thousand. Right. It says right there, 3,500. There are thir- 330 million people in this country. Mm-hmm. That is a fraction of a fraction of a percent. Literally. <laughs> so take what you think about that off the table, you just threw out a number that is wildly incorrect. And that's what, like, really pisses me off is, like, the people that want to ban drag and the people that are like, they're doing these to the kids. It's like, have y'all ever really, like, talked to a drag queen? Like, at the end of the day, this is another form of artistic expression. This is another form of, like, how we get paid. It's queer existence in itself, I feel like, is under attack right now. And you see these, like, big, fun people with wigs. And then I feel like these people are like, I'm going to go after them. They look like they can, like handle it a little bit more and it's just it's wild it's truly wild it's to me distraction it's really a complete distraction like i have been to shows where people have shown up to protest them and it's like bro you like, could you could do so much more with your time like shows at like, like uh, shows at adult venues with adult, adult venues i've had that friends, makes no sense who cares i've had friends that have like read to children and the kkk showed up i had friends that have had um other shows and like There was this one time, this one experience. I don't remember all of it off the top of my head, but like my friends had a drag queen story hour at a church. And I remember I got an alert from my friends that someone had tried to firebomb the the venue that this was taking place at. And I was like, and they're just, they're literally going to put on wigs, makeup and read to kids in like, in like floor length fucking skirts. Like we're looking like Sarah plain and tall with our books and we're going to read to the kids. And I feel like that's, that's just like, dude, you, you, if you want to change the world, you can change the world in so many more places. You don't have to like drag everybody fucking else down with you because you're yeah. miserable. And, and also the, it's a, and I said this to Peach Fuzz too, so right. I, I, I want to preface this with you too. Of course, too. of course. I, I might use terminology that's incorrect. Of course. By all means, correct me. I, I just, will I do, I will know. do. But so like for those, like if someone, if someone in drag is reading, I don't yeah. see the difference of, it's a, see co- these kids, it's a costume. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the biggest I, I, thing for me was I was like, that's how I learned how to read. That's how, like, because I went to the library all the time when I was a kid and there were always like, like volunteers reading to kids. The only difference is we're in like a lot more outfits. Like we're wearing a lot more stuff. And like last time I checked, there's an education crisis. So really you should say, thank you for reading to the kids. Wild, now they know how to read. There's a terrifying education Both crisis. of my parents are teachers and like... I, from, like, the outside looking in, like, as a student, like, looking at, like, these kids, we are fucked. We are fucked. I think that this whole world is going to go down. I, like, these poor kids. Our public school education, and it it uh, it varies, obviously, by state. Absolutely. Some of these are very, very bad. I, there was a, a teacher recently, like, put out a TikTok, and he's a young guy. Yeah. He's like, I am teaching eighth graders, and I'm not kidding when I say they read at a fourth grade level. At a fourth level. grade level. A fourth grade level. Like, These that's kids 
cannot. That's the magic tree house. They're about to go to high school, and these kids they are. They can't read. They're green eggs and hamming their way to yes! fucking year. <laughs> like, that's just, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. And like. Also, by the way, if you can't read, you can't do math. It's it's like so that's my that so my TikTok is full of like the yeah. children are not the future anymore. We have to like take it for ourselves because like you have that and then you have like the other side of it, which I'm on um, the side of TikTok of like make uh, people that work at like Alta and Sephora and complain about the people working like that come in, and it's like oh, yeah. ten year old girls asking for like retinol and like anti aging serums. Oh, never mind. Okay, I didn't. Know, like, I didn't know what retinol was. And like I'm like you're ten. The anti aging. Is your skin. Because you are not aging because you're 10. Yeah, you're in a good spot. You're 10. Like, you're 10. So, like, let's let's not, like, let's let's put the iPad down. Let's get the book. Because, like, when I was in fourth grade, let me fucking tell you, I wasn't worrying about, like, what the influencers had. Like, I saw a TikTok of a 12-year-old girl. She got fucking pit vipers for Christmas. Pit viper sunglasses. Oh. For, like... No, I you meant actual snakes. No, you look terrified. No, they're <laughs> like, they're like, they're like skiing sunglasses. And I'm like, baby girl, this just what happened to like, you know, when I was in fourth grade and what I wanted for Christmas, I wanted like Nerf guns. I, was I like, wanted like man, Lego sets. I sure hope that girl might look at me sometime today, but I'm not going to look back at her. No. That was like, my fourth grade. Like, it's just, ugh. oh my God. Uh, that's, been an, that's been an ongoing discussion with it's, everyone that comes on here. Is like, hey, I think social media and the internet is amazing for a lot of things that it can do. Absolutely. It's also fucking horrifying. It's also like, <laughs> like the thing for me is like, my parents were great. They said, you will get a social media account when you're in seventh grade. And like, looking back on it, I'm like, great job, Tim and Jen. You killed that. Because like, I had like social media in like what third grade? There are third graders making Instagram accounts. I assume there is no statistic on that. Mm-hmm. But um, like, what are we doing? What what's happening? What can we do? How can we help the children? I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, again, <laughs> how can it, I help the no, kids? No, no. But again, and this is this is like this is another wild mm-hmm. one. I was watching, and it was a a discussion in a very open discussion with participants and people that also just kind of knew. A lot of kids, teen women, right. teenage women, right, that are just waiting for the day to turn eighteen to start an OnlyFans, and th- that was the discussion. That's cr- and they're like, as soon as I turn eighteen, boom, OnlyFans launches. I'm like, God damn! I've seen I've seen the both sides of that. I've also seen like people make like, I forgot what celebrity it was, but it was like a countdown until like she turns. Oh 18. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scary. Like it's what? Very scary. What are we doing? Like we can. We can like, we can we go outside? I just I wish touch grass, yeah. touch the grass with your hands. Do we not have frisbees anymore? No, <laughs> like where are the frisbees? The frisbee industry should definitely comment on the frisbee. Oh god, the I, I love it was a, frisbee. a I don't I got so disheartened when I heard like this mom or, or whoever was talking about like yeah I mean that's the, those are the kids that we're counseling is they're just like. I was like, no, I'm, you don't have to go to college. I, I don't care about that. No, of course. Do whatever And, and I'm not, honestly, man, you're 18. You want to do an OnlyFans, do an go OnlyFans. Go right ahead. I'm like, is there a, is there anything else you want to try first? Like. <laughs> and, but I also get it. Like, how do you, like, take me at 18 and they're like, hey, man, if you do this, there's a chance you're going to be making 50 grand a month. They're like, oh, well, I'm doing that. Oh, fuck yeah. Unfortunately, if someone actually sat, that's just not the case with, let's be real. That's I mean, real. and, and. You can actually find these stats like that mm. too. OnlyFans is like 
they're like 85% of OnlyFans accounts have like less than $100 in the account. The world of sex work, it's, in, it intrigues me so deeply. Oh, I, it's same with me. I just watched a documentary from The New Yorker about the world of financial domination. And let me tell you. Oh my God, I know I the have, one you're talking about. I, I haven't have seen it, but I know what you're talking never about. never wanted to change career paths more yeah. in my entire life. They are, they are people like my age, like 21, 22, making 750 fucking thousand dollars a year. Just like. Just kicking people just, in the balls. Like, <laughs> no, not even that. Like, literally, they will take FaceTime calls with people for $500 an hour. And, like, they will have that call for hour. And what are they doing on the call? Insulting people. Like, oh, making noodles. Never mind. Like, not, just, not domination. You're actually, you're literal financial domination. Like, where it's They'll ins- call them and people, say, give me $500. These people get off to sending money to people. Oh, and, like, it was a group of, like, four, like, 20-year-olds that have capitalized on this. And, like, this one, ki- this one kid, I forgot his name, but he said his mom works at a nuclear power plant 12 hours a day. And he said, I make more money than her in, a, in like, two months. Ugh. That's insane. And I baby, if and listen, I if I were to be in that industry, let me tell you, yacht, second yacht, a third yacht for the guests. I would drive one yacht into another yacht for fun. Yes, exactly. I would be Elon Musk. Yeah. I would be him. <laughs> I actually wouldn't. He's scary. He's just playing life on creative. Uh, I think I, I give to an extent, I give a lot of people that are that rich and that famous and that well known a pass because they don't they don't operate That's in the same like, world. Still, it's just like it's it's like terrifying a little Not bit. Not pass with he, everything that he says. No, I no, just, of I, course, of course. He doesn't have a normal like. Let's just be real. Like when Kim Kardashian's kids grow up, they're not. Those kids are not oh a l- adjusted kid. They're not going. They they've never been a kid. Now I'm nervous. I'm like, do do they know how to read? Do, do the West know how to read? I hope so. Well, and then the question for someone who's that rich and famous is, do they even need to know? Someone to be like, I don't know what that says. Read that to me. Like, that's the world that they live in. I hope they know how to read. Eh, I'm I hope Beyonce's kids know how to read. It's Beyonce. She's definitely making them know how to read. I don't know. When you're that rich and you're that famous, you just you, you don't have the same... Well, obviously, you take the financial aspect out of it mm-hmm. because they don't have financial problems that nah, we do Beyonce's or things that we think about. But, I mean, you're, you're, people don't tell you no. People no. don't even tell you why they're, they're, they should tell you no. You know, they have people that are surrounded by them that want to stay on their payroll. Right. So they'll say, well, we'll figure it out, even oh. though the, the, the funniest one was, uh, 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 you know who Kevin Smith is? Uh, no. Okay, well, Kevin Smith is a director. He, re- he wrote, directed a lot of movies you might have heard of, um, some indie comedies that got kind of big. Either way, cool. he, w- he would, uh, he, he has this really funny thing where he was going on tour to college because he was just kind of giving speeches and doing Q&As. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about he was working with Prince back in the day. Oh, I love Prince. And, uh, yeah, everyone loves Prince. Oh, he's so good. But he was talking with Prince's manager okay. and... They were working on like this documentary thing that for for Prince and uh, and Kevin Smith was on it, and Prince would say something to him, and then he would walk away, and then Kevin Smith would look at his manager and be like, you know, we can't do that, right? Ugh. And his man and Prince's manager was like, you can't tell Prince no, literally. And he's like, what do you mean you can't? He's like, you don't understand. This was the joke. He's like, Prince lives in what's called Prince World, yeah. where we don't really tell him no. Like if we're in the middle, and this was the quote, mm-hmm. if we're in the middle of Minnesota, and he's like. And it's midnight, and he wants a camel. We have to figure out a way to get him a camel. Mm. 
We can't be like, hey, it's midnight and we're in the middle of Minnesota. There's no camels for hundreds of miles. We just have to figure it out because he doesn't comprehend why he can't have what he wants. And that's what everyone at, at that level is like. They don't understand I suppose. that. I don't know. Isn't, at least in my point of view, isn't there at least like some aspect of that that isn't that just so desirable? To just have like that level. Well, probably it's desirable because you don't know that you're out of whack. Exactly. If no one's telling you I, no and no I one's telling I'm you crazy. that, if no one tells you no and no one tells you, hey, that's stupid or, or silly or, or un, that's just not possible, if no one tells you that, you don't think you're doing anything wrong. <laughs> so, I got like 50 yeah. Texts. yeah, I get that. I don't know. I'm also like, we need to like, we need to be smart. Like, we need to be smart. We need to have more fun. I think the world has so much fun, like, hidden in it. Like, I took the highway today. I had never seen this neighborhood. I said, this neighborhood is fun. That's a secret. Oh, this neighborhood is fun. It's so cute. Yeah, this place is it's great. It's so picturesque. It looks like um, it could be part of the set of Desperate Housewives. You said you want to move up here. This is a good place to move. I do want to move up to this here. Is but a... Everything's so expensive. Yeah, it like, is. Like the world is so expensive. Oh, I'm, I'm getting sad again. I'm just like, oh, why? Oh, is you know what? And expensive? the world is so expensive, and we're in one of the least expensive places. And that is crazy. Like you're. Te- oh, I'm so sad again. Like, I just want to be able to afford an apartment by myself. Have you? <laughs> All by myself. I don't need anyone. I just need a little hey, thing. I, I bought my first house when I was 26, and for one year straight, I didn't do anything. I just saved money. Oh. That's kind of what it takes, unfortunately. God, that's horrible. It is horrible. That's horrible. Especially, is... like, because, like, being, like, a drag queen or being, you have to, like, at least in my, my like, the way I do my drag, you have to be, like, I, I try to keep being, like, on top of my game with, like, new outfits, new wigs, new this, and that adds oh, up so fast yeah like like it's it's bad drag is so expensive well since we've already talked about all the world's problems yes um, let's be let's have fun let's back let's up to have you fun. let's back up to you yeah let's back up to you so you're two and a half years ago that's the first time you kind of put it all together i put it all together august 1st 2021 and then my first performance ever i think was august 19th where was it at the interbelt nightclub in akron ohio i know it I do not like it there. Oh, no, it's not nice. It is, no, th- see, now you're an ally. Now you're a good ally to queer people. You know the Interbell is bad news bears. Oh, we've um, all, th- th- that place oof. has been there for, for 50 years. Oh. I mean, that's never been a good place. And I'm not going to lie. Everyone says, like, when the world, like, goes to, like, nuclear destruction, the only things that are going to exist are, like, cockroaches and share. I would like to add the Interbell to the that. Interbell I feel will like, be okay. I feel like they're never going to go. I think that place is made of cockroaches. I, I would not be shocked. Um, <laughs> so I started there. I started in Akron. Here's my drag journey. Okay, so I started in Akron Keep going, I'm just around right. there. Oh, heck yeah. Um, I was doing that. I started, like, you get, like, I got, like, my first gig January of the next year. Is there LaCroix in there? Yeah, you want one? What flavor? Passion fruit. I'll fuck that up right now. Um, thank you. So I did that. Here we go. Um, then in, like, around April slash May of... 2022 that sounds accurate i saw a instagram commercial for a competition called mix zephyr and i was like what's this and the hostess her name is jade x cunt lover she explained that she wanted 10 local drag performers to compete in a drag race style competition in kent and i was like oh my gosh that sounds like fun I had been doing drag for like nine months. I was still like 19. And of course, like when you're 19, you think you can do anything. And I said, I'm going to go in. I'm going to win this thing. I'm going to go in. I'm going to show all the haters who's boss. 
dead last. I was the first out. I was first eliminated. They got uh. me. They got me quick. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And from there, I kind of was like, I through a competition when you're competing against people that are also in your field slash industry, you kind of like. I always say this, if you love what you do, you're going to naturally push yourself to do better. Because, like, when I started, I only painted, like, the bottom half of my face. I had no makeup on, like, the top half of my face. I looked like shit. I, I wanted to tell that person, like, bro, you're not going to win. So, um, from there, I just, like, got better at what I did. I got to work with a lot of cool people. Um, last July, they did all-stars for this competition. I was like, let me do all-stars. And um, I, I came in, and I was like, I've improved so much. I'm going to win All-Stars. I have it. And then week one, the first challenge, it was signature performance and best drag was the uh, runway theme. And I was like, oh my God, I so got this. And then I, in the middle of my number, I literally started choking. And then I was first to walk on the runway and I um, like didn't know what I was doing. And I had the lowest scores of the week, but there were no eliminations on All-Stars. But like, I had to have that moment to be like, okay, you just get really competitive, but drag, what does drag do for you? You have fun. So I was like, let me just have fun. And then the fun led me to be like the runner up of all stars. And I was like, I'll take that. And now I would say I'm in like the comatose renaissance. Okay. Like I'm doing a lot of cool stuff. <clears throat> I have my own show in Kent at the burnt pickle. It's called the pickle show. Love the pickle show. It's going on. It's going to be two years in July. Oh, wow. I've had that show. Congrats. That's awesome. I love it. I love that show so much. God bless it. It is the cutest little drag show ever. It's I market it to like, I want this to be your first drag show. Like, cause it's weird. It's wacky. And my perspective on drag is the biggest stage in the world for drag is like RuPaul's drag race. It's that big drag TV show. And in my perspective, I feel like only one style of drag is seen on the show. Like you see like the pretty, you see the pretty girls, but like, a lot of queer people are going to watch that show, but then they're going to go to college around here and they're going to see my show and then they're going to see what I look like. Because I look like a clown beast demon monster thing. Yeah, yours is more goth, at least with the, some of the, the ones that Absolutely. I saw. Absolutely. I describe my drag as like angry, but like androgynous. I'm very like beastly. I like fun colors. I don't want to look like a human. I want to look like a monster. And I feel like the platform for monster drag is like getting better, but you gotta like you kind of gotta like look for it so i want it to be accessible i want everyone to see that drag can be anything like i have seen people come on stage this is a great number um with just pantyhose on their head just swirling around the pantyhose that was great i loved it i love the art of performance i feel like anything can be drag and anything can be like performance art and i feel like we need to make more spaces for that you know did you want the, did you have the need to perform first the need for drag first or both so i have been a performer forever okay. my first like show i was um i was nine years old i did a mall in the night visitors which is like a christmas opera i did that like at my church because i was like big church boy back in the day and um I did a lot of theater when i was younger and then when i got to high school i like discovered what drag was and i was like I want to do that. How'd you discover it? I discovered it through Drag Race. Like, my friends were telling me, like, do you know what Drag Race is? And I was like, no, I don't know what that is. And I, like, something kind of, like, clicked. But, like, then I disconnected from it. And then I, like, rediscovered it back. I remember I was in high school. Uh, like, I was in, like, a freshman. Because it was, like, freshman orientation. I heard about it. And, like, a couple weeks into the, like, first semester, I was like, let me get into Drag Race. And I, like, fell in love with it. But something that I feel like I personally, like, I try to be upfront about was, um, 
I had known about drag for all of high school. I did not start until my sophomore year of, of college because like I was gay, but I wasn't like queer. I was, I accepted myself for like liking the same sex and the same gender, um, I, liking men for, yeah. But I was so like terrified of doing things that were seen as feminine. Cause I was like, I was a okay, gay, so, okay. I, I literally could not go. Like my friends would be like, Hey, do you want to go to Ulta? And I literally would have like a panic attack in the makeup store because I'm like, I'm a boy. I don't need to, I can't be here. And it was, it was so, I was horrified. And then a lot of things happened and then the pandemic hit. And then like when you're, I turned 18 in 2020, that was my senior year of high school. Oh, fuck. That was my <laughs> senior year of high school. That was my 18th birthday. What and that was graduation. my first semester of college. Oh, and at that point, I was like, well, you know, life is too short to just, like, not do what you think you're supposed to do. So then I started, and then, I, and then I've just, I have not looked back. I love drag more than anything in this world. It is the first thing I think about when I wake up. It is the last thing I'm going to think about before I go to sleep. I'm going to dream about it. I'm, I'm so, I love it so much. And I feel like a lot of people don't see like the joy that it brings the people in the costume. Cause like when I'm in drag, dude, I'm bitch. I'm complaining. Like I'm like, my heels hurt. I'm corseted. I have this big ass wig on. I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be in drag. Like literally doing my makeup. I'm just like, Ugh! like I'm pissed off. But like deep down, I'm like, I'm, this is what I'm meant to do. I can't do anything else. Like it's, this is it. The, so you said something interesting and then you, you explained yeah. it because I didn't know what you meant about yeah. gay versus queer. Gay versus queer. So you've seen the, the, the queerest my, part is like doing the, the, the feminine things. Be, gay versus queer is my favorite like topic of discussion because like being- I've never heard of that. That's the only reason. It's, yeah. it's something that I, I don't know if like a lot of like people really think about it, but it's something that I think about a lot. Because like to me, being gay is like liking who you like as a person. Like if I'm a guy and I like a guy, I'm going to do like caveman style. If I like a guy and I like a guy, I'm gay. But if I like a, but if I'm a guy and I like the guy, I like another guy, but I'm also like, I know about the culture. I know about like queer culture. I know where we come from. That's to me, that's more being queer. Cause like a lot of, a lot of queerness, I feel like is not really like injected to the scene of drag when I see a lot of newcomers. So I'm, I'm from Kent. I have a show in Kent. It's like I said, it's like focused to a lot of newcomers. But like when you start doing drag, nine times out of 10, it's because you think you're going to be on Drag Race, the TV show. But something that I feel like a lot of these new entertainers especially need to know are like the history of where we come from as drag queens. Like I always say, if you want to start doing drag, the first thing you do before you do anything is you watch The Queen and then you watch Paris is Burning. You have to watch those. You have to watch queer people in their element performing and you also have to see like the stigma that there was around queer people. You need to understand like the racism that was around drag pageantry in like the 60s and the 70s. Like you need to understand that like in its core, drag is like, it is a part of like who we are as queer people. That is a stepping stone. That is like a essential part of like, you know, the queer experience. And I feel like a lot of people don't really like do the research and they're not like, oh, it's just, you know, it's just drag. But I'm like, it's so much more than that. Like, you should absolutely know where we come from. You should absolutely do the research, 100%. No, that, that's a that's mm -hmm. a good because I understand the obviously the the appeal of absolutely because you see it's kind of like anything. Like if a if a musician sees a band on stage or mm -hmm. if an actor sees somebody in a play, 
or that who's not an actor see someone who's in a play like oh that looks amazing I want to be that person absolutely that's doing that cool absolutely. thing absolutely yeah so I understand that but there's like a lot of things and this is no different there is a backstory to mm-hmm. it because again it's it's still I would say at least for me as kind of like a general yeah. public uh, you know a general kind of like public consumer of things that are drag has become much much more broad much more. Mm-hmm. Not accepted. I'm just seeing it more. Absolutely. It's always existed. I, I remember it it's for, from 20 existed. years ago. But now, these drag shows, they're not, in the last five, six, seven years, yeah. it's a very normal thing. In Cleveland, it's a very normal thing. And I'm like, we should we should like do more. Yeah. Like the, I'm like, we should have at least three drag shows in every city in the world. Three regular ones. Yeah. Every week. Because, like, it, yes, drag is becoming more mainstream, I, need, I say we need to make it more and more mainstream because that is a central, like I said, a central part of, like, the queer experience. And I feel like if everyone, like, understood it at least a little bit, we would all, like, get together a little more. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we would all be more together on that topic as a whole. And more mainstream. More it main- reaches more yeah. people. More people means more performers or more people that might be interested in at least trying it. Absolutely. Too. Like, it's, and it's for everyone. Like, drag is 100% for everyone. So when you're... When you were talking about kind of like getting stuff, yeah, because I want to, I know you talk about like the, your style as far as right now mm-hmm. versus when you started. Yes. So what is that? Your start, your first time versus what now? Like, were you thinking of a theme or were you just kind of looking for uh, something that you liked the first time around and now okay. you're more theme driven? Let's go even more back. So Please. when I was in high school and I was discovering drag, I, my first drag name, I said I was going to be Chanel Delier, like a chandelier. And I was like, I want to be a pageant girl. I want to look like a girl. Like I want to look fem. I want to look like the ideal, like drag queen, dipping it, dripping in like jewels and stuff. So, then I was like, oh, can't be a girl. Like can't be like a feminine drag queen if you uh, can't go into a makeup store. So then I kind of put that to the side. And then like in the pandemic, a lot of like horrible things happened one right after the other for me. Like. My one grandma died. A year later, my other grandma died. I woke up the next morning from that one. My friend committed suicide. And then, like, on top of that, other horrible things happened to me. And then I remember it was my freshman year. It was my first semester in college. I had four classes. I only liked one professor. She died the week before finals. Oh, my God. And at that point, I was, like, I completely, like, shut the world out. I was, like, there's nothing. Everyone just dies. Everyone just, you know, they all go. And the only thing that brought me joy was horror movies. Like Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, like the villains in horror movies, like slasher villains. And to this day, I love horror movies forever. I will always be so grateful for horror for like kind of saving me. But I was like, as I was like watching a lot of horror movies, I was more like coming into like my own with like my queerness and like how I identified. Because like I do identify as like non-binary and out of drag. But um, I was like, what if I did like drag that was like scary? Like, what if I looked a little scary? So when I started, I was comatose the clown. I only painted, like like I said, I painted half of my face. I had a clown nose and, like, black lipstick and a dream. And that, like, evolved into, like, this character. Like, I always say, like, comatose now was, like, a jazz singer from, like, the 30s, you know, expensive. And then they made a deal with the devil to become the greatest performer that ever lived. But in exchange for becoming the greatest performer, um, the devil took their color away. So that's why I'm always in black and white. That's why I'm always, I always try to come as like a black and white, like demonic figure. And I think that's really cool. I think that's another thing that like nobody thinks about is like, you can give your drag a backstory. We're, we're, we get to be superheroes. No. It, it, How did the Joker become the Joker? How no, did Comatose become Comatose? It's a, it's a very, 
It's interesting because the, when I first went to your page, mm-hmm. it does like your page has a much more of a which I was a fan of, mm-hmm. much more of like a horror movie theme vibe. Absolutely, like a go- like a much darker death metal vibe. A hundred percent, and I think that's like it's something that makes me a little more unique, a little bit because like in Cleveland, there's a lot of scary drag. Like it's a a big horror drag scene up here, which I'm super grateful for. But I feel like when you start drag. Everyone wants to be, you know, they want to be like, um, you know, like a like a RuPaul or like a um, like a Bianca Del Rio or like a Trixie Mattel. Like they all want to be like, you know, the famous, the performer, the this, that. But I'm like, you can be anything you want, because at the end of the day, I always I've always said forever. Drag is the closest thing we get to superheroes. You can do whatever you want with that. Well, I I think you're right about that. Mm -hmm. I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people gravitate toward that. I think the same reason that. Again, you know, like a, an artist or a musician, they start off a certain way. I think a lot of them start off wanting to do it, but they haven't figured out mm-hmm. their, they haven't figured out kind of like their art or their performance or their voice. It kind of just comes to you. Yeah. Like you I start get, doing it, and then maybe, maybe, maybe one time you're like, oh, why am I not doing this? I get That's a me. lot of DMs from like newcomers that are like, how did you come up with like your concept? And I said, I'm still developing it. Yeah. It's a, it's a process. It's an artistic process. And it's something you got to like, you got to fall down the rabbit hole a little bit. You got to discover that part of yourself. And would you think it could keep evolving too? Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Well, you're young. I, yeah, I'm only 21. I think it could get I think it could get crazy. Like I want my dream is I want to come out with like just like big. I want it to be big and I want it to be scary and I want it to be bloody. Like I want just like gigantic costumes. I want gowns that like are the entire length of the stage and I want to have like furs and feathers like on top of it and then i want someone to carry me like i want a <laughs> bucket of blood to dump all over that and i want to scream at the top of my lungs as it happens and then i want people to give me money for it i just thought of something now too because you Absolutely. just said that mm-hmm. i think you're the youngest person that's ever been on here <gasps> really i'm almost positive Woo! <laughs> i can't think of anyone else that that's I've had so on. cool that's, thank you I, I thought you were like in the like 23 either way i'm Pretty sure you're the youngest person oh, that's, on here. Well, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I feel cool that someone that's 21 <laughs> wants you. to come on I, a podcast run by an old guy. I love to, <laughs> I love new things. I just like to do stuff like that, and I'm also like, if I can do it, anyone can do it. So like, don't be afraid. That's my biggest. That's my biggest 100 thing. When no, you want to be it's performing really, in any aspect, please don't be afraid. It's really really cool. Like it. it because it's just funny saying, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. The don't worst be, thing people But you're say sitting no. here in this makeup that's kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's the, it's like the, the, it's, uh, yeah. the dichotomy of it. Yeah, it's just, it's, I love it's, it's it because I'm, like, I'm just like a chill dude. Yeah. Like that's that's what's crazy is I'm like, I'm also like sober. Like I don't. No drink, no I, nothing. I mean, sometimes. I mean, like one time I got, it was New Year's Eve and I discovered my true love and her name is Smirnoff Ice. So like sometimes I will, I will indulge in a Smirnoff Ice, but like not too much. Well, drinking alcohol things it's also kind of very sort of what we've been talking about. You kind of just find the thing that you like. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I don't like any of it. I've never and then maybe someone will introduce you to something like, Oh, you know, I kinda I like always that. get like a crazy headache. And I, I'm like, I'm good. I'm chill. I like to feel like I'm a human. Even though uh, I look like an alien. Well al- alcohol ain't gonna do it then. No. <laughs> no. I, sometimes I talk with my friends. I've had like literally this talk about my friends. I'm like, sometimes you think, how is alcohol legal? Because like the things that people do under the influence of it. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's not even close. I mean, when you, when you think about uh, how many people die from alcohol daily. Oh my, it's crazy. But it's too big of an industry. They can't. Also, 
big none of alcohol. us none of us were around when prohibition first started I think we should go back to that oh I think it'd be a I think it'd be a war well, zone I think like well in in the sense that you know I think the uh, this is gonna sound psychotic I think the aesthetic of prohibition is delicious like the 20s like the secret the secrecy of it all yeah I think that's so fun well in the 20s though you know, there were also wh- like mobsters. Well, so, like, yeah, and also like what happened was that they, uh, you know, when when alcohol was, a lot of people were like, "That's bullshit," but they went along with it. They're right. like, "Well, it's illegal. It's illegal." People don't do that now. Like we're we're way too dependent and to reliant back, on alcohol. We need to bring back making moonshine in the bathtubs. People still do that. Well, I mean, but like that's like the main thing. Yeah, I think that's funny. Oh, I think this it is, the, too. This is the bathtub. It, what's Moonshine made of? The other, reason, the other reason people couldn't do that is because Moonshine tastes like shit. Well, I bet. <laughs> I've never... Although sometimes when I'm at the grocery store and I see, like, apple pie Moonshine, I'm like, what is this? And my friends are like, it's going to taste like rubbing alcohol. It does, and that is the best version of it, too. But I'm like, but is apple pie? It's not going to taste like pie? No, it tastes like shit. Ugh, it tastes like why. if someone made a pie and then ran over it with a car, and then they scooped it up, and then they put it inside rubbing alcohol. Alcohol and then said, Would you like a sip? That sounds <laughs> it, like fun. Well, it New sounds drinks. like fun. It doesn't taste like fun. <laughs> That's how some of these drinks at these gay bars are. Because, like like I said, I do not drink, but my friends that do, they're like, th- those fuckers are strong. You ever get oh. drunk at a gay bar? It's like one beverage. Oh, you're no. Done. There are some places. I mean, I'm not, not gay bar specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's because cocktails in Cleveland, too. Oh, they, my God. It's exploded. There's so many great cocktail bars here, but. And some of them taste so good, you got to kind of be careful oh, because yeah. you're like, holy shit, that tastes great. Can I have another one? And oh, then you have God. another one and you're like, where are my pants? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it goes from, you know, zero to 60 it real quick. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it, it is. Sounds funny. Yeah. Well, maybe one day when you have your apple brandy. Oh, God, when I, when I apple lose my brandy. mind. Yeah, there you go. There was, I, I always said, so the one the one thing that I'm very angry that I was too young was um, my favorite. So I have a favorite drag queen ever. His name is Joe Black. He's a cabaret singer from England. And when I was 19, he released a gin. Oh, okay. And it sold out in like two days. And it's still, he's like, I don't think I'm ever going to do it again. And I'm like, but please. Like, it was a gin, but it was like, he's very like inspired by like cabaret. Like, he's like a cabaret act from like around the world. But it was like plum and it had gold flakes in it. And I was like, that sounds insane. I want it just to have it. Just to say I have the the gin. People can, (coughs) excuse me. Yeah. People can do that. Like, they can release something because of who they are. Yeah. And it can sell like crazy. I want like, that. Like uh, Maynard, who, who's uh, the lead singer of uh, this band, Tool. Right. He has a winery. I've yeah. never I've never had his wine, but I want a bottle of his wine just to have the bottle of here's his wine. So here's what's crazy. Yeah. So drag queens are the experts at that. So a long time ago, on a season of Drag Race, they had a marketing challenge. And you had to make a product. And if you won the challenge, your product would be sold at like DragCon. And the two products that won, that these drag queens made thousands of dollars for were a spray bottle of water and duct tape a spray bottle a of water. spray bottle of water it was called crisis control and it's like if you spray it it's gonna have like a mist or whatever but this was when i was still like learning about drag race was when the season was airing but like they made so much money as like katya's bottle of water and alaska's duct tape but it wasn't called duct tape it was called fashion tape and like i'm like can't, i want to do that 
I want to sell the comatose like puzzle set, like a puzzle of me. That's what I mean. Like stuff like that. I is do have cool. a puzzle. Of People me. do. Really? <laughs> I really do. It's in my Instagram bio. Please buy it. Oh shit. There's a puzzle of myself. You can get it in many different. Um, no kidding. Straight up. That's like, such a good idea. So my so like the merch. I have like a couple shirts out because like every drag queen that's around here, you get like three gigs, and you're like, I need to have merch. The fans know. But um, the website that we we all use like the same website. I forgot the name of it, but um, you can click like what do you want to sell, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, maybe shirts, maybe like a sweatshirt. I clicked everything. There are yoga mats with my face on it. There are mouse pads with my face on it. Rugs with my face on it. Blankets with my face on it. Puzzles with my face on it. And I think that is hilarious i do too. Puzzle's i think someone idea. could buy a puzzle of me and i if you if anyone listening to this buys a puzzle with my face on it please tag me in it on instagram i would laugh i would have a chuckle i would repost it i would have a lot of fun with that so this is a call out please buy my puzzle a puzzle's a very good idea isn't it funny it is funny it's I love hysterical that. it's a really good idea it's really funny i want a comatose puzzle <laughs> I don't even get my own merch because this website is so mean. I don't know the name of it, but they're like, they don't even send you your own stuff for free. I demand free things. I like free things. Do you like free things? Everyone loves free things. Well, I mean, like, do you like free things? I do. I do. I love I get a, things. most things that are in this room I've gotten for free. People just bring me shit. That's another amazing part about drag is like the free things. Yeah. Like I, I've never experienced this, but there's a drag queen, very famous drag queen. Her name is Willem. She had a interview she said i love the free stuff from drag she said i get free pizza sometimes i get free condoms sometimes i get a lot of free stuff and i said someone saw me in full drag and gave me a pizza i'd be the happiest camper i'd I'd feel like beyonce because i'm always so hungry that's the other thing about drag that nobody talks about we i after that gig it is a hunger like you've never felt in your entire life like you're ravenous i literally okay so when you're a drag queen, usually the only thing that's open is Taco Bell. I was playing a game. Are you familiar with Jackbox? Yeah. So there's a Jackbox game called Quick Sort, where you have to sort things on a timeline from this to this. It could be like years when singers were born, or it can be like um, this to that. You know, it's like on a timeline. And I remember the thing came up and it said, you will be sorting the price of Taco Bell menu items. And I said, teammates, hand me your phones. I'm about to solo this. And I got every single item on there right with nobody's help. Because I know that fucking menu. And they just changed it. And I'm so sad. I cried. I did. I 100% did. When they raised the price of the spicy potato soft taco from $1 to $1.29, I did cry that day. And I'm proud to say it. Because that should be a dollar. Well, I think this is another reason you should move up here. Because the food. Oh, my God. The food up here is dumb. It's so good. I literally... Okay, this is my other shout out. Martha on the fly. I follow you. Oh, Christ. I follow you. I'm so tired and you always are closed, but I don't blame you. But I want to go there so bad. I want to go there so bad. Have you Martha not the been fly. yet? No. I'm oh. always too. I'm always like, I wake up and then they're like, oh, we're closed. And I'm like, I don't blame you. That's your business model. You, I want to go yeah. so bad. You got to go. It's so good. <laughs> Martha on the fly. I'm in love with you. And doinks. I'm doinks in love is... with you. Like, I, I'm also poor. Well, the, so. the thing is, again, that's the other thing. From where we are sitting right now, there are. 10 amazing taco, different like, tacos. And it's like local. Yes. And I think that's so cool. That's like, like, it, but in the other, this is my favorite part about where mm-hmm. I live. 
everything that we are where we're sitting right now we are 10 minutes away from different areas that are all amazing <laughs> tremont ohio city oh, I love tremont. gordon square tremont's like hinge town everywhere like lakewood downtown everywhere is oh. 10 minutes away from where we're sitting right now i love cleveland so much bro i do too i, I don't, love it i don't even know because like everyone's like there's so much because like in the world of like drag there's like there are bigger scenes but i'm like but i love I love it so much. And the other reason I love Cleveland's such a big food and drink place. I love it. It really is. It's got great. But it's also got a very underrated, I think, entertainment scene, too. Oh, my God, yes. Very underrated. I want to, like, I want to be the first drag queen in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. I want to do that. Like, I want to go Start a band. I want to go down Start a podcast. Well, that, too. I'll do that. Eventually. I would help you with that. I would help you. I know. This microphone is so nice. It's not expensive, though. Like, I would help. No, it's not. I would help you get, I think, a drag podcast. I'm sure some exist, but not a local one. There has to be. A if there local isn't, one? I have to be the first one. Well, either even if it, even if there is a local one, there's not a lot of them. Right. So you could do. I would love to. You do could. That. I could. I would help you set it up where. I mean, look, podcasting. If you have a laptop and Wi-Fi, you're almost to a podcast. And it's look at not that, that you difficult. See, you see, audience, this is being a good ally to queer people. He just offered to help me for free. Look at I would that. I think it's a really good idea. Look I at do. that. I would. I do think that. that would be such a cool idea. I would love to have a podcast. I just, like I said, I'm really lazy and I'm in school, which sucks. The only thing that with podcasting, especially kind of like local starting oh, out yeah. podcasting, is you have to be consistent and you have to put them out. That is true. So what you could do, again, this. Just my opinion, then we'll move on to something else. Right, right, right. I would start your podcast. I would record about 10 or 15 of them. Fuck yeah. That way you can release as you go. And if you didn't have time to record another one, you still had a backlog. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I always have four ready to go. That's so smart. Well, you have to, because I talk to performers and people that don't have nine to five. So sometimes they'll, they like, like if you were to call me, you know, right before this and say, Look, I just got a gig. I got to take it. Like, go. You yeah, do that, it. You have to do that. But if so you have to cancel, we're right. scheduled. But then I don't have an episode, so I stay now you ahead got that. of it. Do See, that. Look how smart that is. I would one hundred percent help you do that and show you where the cheap stuff is. I would show you how to set it up and and oh, quick tips that. to do it. It's a really. I think it'd be a cool idea. A drag. I will take podcast. That. I think I, it'd be I, so much like, fun. Me and a bunch of like other like drag friends are all like we're all like we're all gonna start a podcast at the same time. But like none of us have like jumped on the wagon yet. I have an in now, so. Pfft. I have it. I mean, you could. There's so much you could so do cool. with it. You oh could yeah. Go drag me to I don't know some type of like. Drag me to something. I don't know. Yeah. My big my big thing that I really want to do, hopefully, if I can like find like a camera crew, is I've I've had an object like I've had like an idea in baking for like years, where I want to do dumb shit and drag, and I want to call it dumb shit and drag, and I want someone to film me and like three other drag queens go to like an escape room or we go to like paintball. Where we go ice skating. Everything. I just think that do, sounds hysterical. Everything. Everything is. Everything is cooler, and more interesting, and funnier, and a little scarier. Yeah. If you're doing it kind of like in full dress, just absolutely everything, every single thing. One of the um, requirements for this TV show that I'm auditioning for that I can't say the name of, is um, one of the aspects of it is you have to do something in public in drag and you have to do something scary like well not like scary like scary but like something like a little crazy and i saw like people from that made it on the show in the past like this one she got in full drag as a nun that was pregnant and she handed out cigarettes to people on the street asking if they accepted the body of christ i think that's funny i saw someone else went to a graveyard like they were doing like graveyard tours and they hijacked the tour 
and like gave like a ghost monologue as the person that died to like an actual tour, like going on tour. I think that's hysterical, and I think we need to capitalize on that. You know what like, would just kill? Dumb shit. Drag restaurant. Yeah, that could kill. As in, I would die um, because <laughs> I'm lazy. And I don't. Because I'm like. I mean, oh. financially, I think that'd be a really fun. That everything. could be fun. Yeah. I, I already okay. Like simple shit. I don't mean like yeah, like, like someone of the guys. As doing in like there stuff. will be one chef and his name is Michael Wave because he's a microwave. Because I I'm like, I'm already sweating as a human. And now you're telling me I gotta like cook pasta or some shit in a full face. No, not you, someone else. Fuck yeah. Okay, smart. I could be yeah. front of house. Hi. That's what I no, you're in the front. You're hey. the you're the talent. You're not in the back making tater tots and shit. I would like to make tater tots. I, I am a tater tot fan though, so I of think I could, you're a tater tot I could fan. throw it down. It just means you have taste buds. They're amazing. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> I could throw it down for some tater tots. Okay. I would okay, fry okay. them up. There's a lot you could do. I don't know, man. I, I just I think that because the 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 industry, the the drag, everything, it's just mm-hmm. it's so interesting and fun and cool. And it's still to a degree, with a lot of people, kind of still undiscovered yeah. in terms of the public and the audience. It's so and, cool. You know, I think there's a lot of things that that you can do to kind of introduce, like you know, when, when I the reason I bring up like a, like doing like a podcast for you mm-hmm. is because then people can kind of figure out not just people that are interested in maybe right. getting into the scene, but are like, hey, you know what? I don't know what to expect. That you know, like legitimate, legitimate, stupid reasons, oh my God. but ones that they can't get out of their head. Like, Literally. I don't know what to expect. I'm nervous about going. Do I have to participate? You know, shit like that. Literally. You know, like, and like, I could do that. I think that'd be, you could do recaps screaming. of shows you just did. Oh, I would do You that. can do like, See, yeah, now so many guests. See, now that is an untapped market that I would fucking listen to. I'm like, because like, there are 5 million podcast recapping like drag race dragula yeah. i want a recap of the local show yeah that's what not I mean. even not even like a local competition i want a recap of like what happened on this night yeah did someone get hit in the dressing room comatose after hours yes bitch i would do that so fast i would say i would say this girl did this number i thought it was all right that'd yes. be so fu- oh that's so funny oh you that's could do so themes funny. like here are the things you don't do at your first show oh. as an audience member or a performer there's so if much you, you can do. I could answer that in one sentence. Please do not have alcohol watching a drag show because they get so grabby. Yeah. I was just at a show. This woman was so grabby. She wasn't grabby with me. That's why I'm very blessed that like I do monster shit because nobody wants to be grabby with me because they're like, oh, what the hell is that? Get away. But this woman was like, she was like putting her hands on everybody. And then I remember I did my number and she tried to put her hand like down my shirt um to like tip me and i literally just took the money out of her hands and i pushed her and then she loved it she was like oh my god that was so fun and i'm like i just pushed you <laughs> she was very inebriated it was quite funny well yeah that's <laughs> god it's quite funny i well i mean just like that like again you're like, please like, do like, not be it's almost like words. a stories from the road but like for the the like L- drag like shows. okay absolutely if you if you want alcohol at a drag show, get like not crazy drunk, but get drunk enough that you give me all of your money. Yeah, that's it. That's all I want. Yeah, let's go okay. right back to the financial domination. Yes, yes. let me well, dominate you financially. That's kind of drag though, because like it's just like g- give me a dollar, please, <laughs> please one dollar. Also, if you do want to give me a dollar, my cash app is coma coma comatose. If you want to give me one dollar, I would like a dollar. Oh, oh, I thought there was something after that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm telling the audience because, like, I've now told them, like, you please give me a dollar. I thought you were like, if you give me one dollar, I will. You're just like, if you give me a dollar, I like dollars. I do like those too. And I think that that's great. Way I love dollars. Way to be upfront. They're my friends. <laughs> I would write on it. No, I wouldn't. I'd have to spend it. Um, probably buying like a taco. 
How much more school do you have? Oh, God. Three semesters. That's nothing. Three semesters, but they're... um. Okay, so this is... When you prioritize drag over everything, you take college a lot less seriously. And all three of these semesters are literally 18 credit hours and, like, intense classes. It's a full load. There okay. is no senioritis. Like, I... This... I'm like, uh-oh! Like, I was too fun! So I'm literally, like... This is fucked up. I have a Wednesday, 9.55 to 11.50 about the intro to computer science because it's a math credit and a science credit. And I'm so excited because if I do this well, then I won't have to take another computer. Nope. Another math or science class. Very excited. That'll be fun. Timing-wise, so so how much longer, like, will you be done then? Spring of 2025, I will hopefully be out That is not a lot of time, man. That's great. We go back on Tuesday. And you're so young. Again, you, you got a lot... Unfortunately, through, I, unfortunately I, know, I have a lot of life. Out I of know, this, but man. you've come so you've already come so far with this, man. Finish That's, the shit out. Like I said, like I was like, I'm way, I'm like too deep in it to like turn back now. So I'm yeah, like, I'm I might agree. as well just fucking finish it. But uh, like, no, I completely agree. Like yeah. eh, it's more fun. No, it is. I I, to perform. It's not a bad thing to have oh. too. I mean, then I, you can still get some stuff done for sure. And then again, look at that. That's a less than a year and a half, and you are. Free and clear yeah. of this now, and you can. Then do I don't have to want. do homework anymore, which I'm so excited about. Yeah, those ding dongs that are like getting my masters, like fuck that. No, I'm good. I'm yeah. like y'all can have the masters. I'm okay. I will happily just take my little degree. I'll walk across the stage. I will say thank you so much. <laughs> I will peace the fuck out of there. I will say no thank you. You can get dressed up for a graduation. Um, okay, so Kent State does something really cool called Lavender Graduation, where it's, like, all the queer people can, like, graduate as well as, like, the regular graduation. I am definitely getting in full drag for Lavender Graduation, nice. and I'm going to scream at those people. I'm going to be like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like a psycho. How, are there people at, like, how many, does everyone know that this is you? You know what I mean? Yes. Okay, they do. I'm very upfront. That's usually, like, like even on, like, my dating apps that I use, I have a picture of comatose on there. Okay. Just to be like, hey, this is what you're getting into. That's fucking cool. I, well, the thing is, the thing for me is, like, I do, I'm very, very single, by the way. If, my other thing, if, um, if you're in love with me, uh, please say so in the DMs. Um, with I'm, a dollar. With, no, 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 you don't have to have a dollar if you're hot. Uh, oh, that's you, so nice. If you are 6'2 <laughs> and above and have a good job, um, we can go on a date. Oh. We can go on a date. But, um, my thing is, like, I like to be very upfront with, like, the important things about me. I'm like, hey... This is me. I like um, corgis. I like tacos. I like horror movies, and I am a drag entertainer. And like, I'm like, this is my this is my number one. This is this is me. This is like no no. I, I think that I think that's good and I feel do. like that's like because like it's because like a lot of like oh god we're gonna now I'm gonna be mad. A lot of like gay men. I'm gonna say gay cis men are really turned off by like dating a drag queen because they're like no I want a man. I'm attracted to men. That's not manly. You can't like you can't have long nails or painted nails. You're wearing wigs. No. So Which like can kind of go back to the thing you said about the gay versus, gay versus queer, queer thing. Okay. because it's like because okay. it's like it's so crazy because like of course you're attracted to men, but I'm like just because I play like a, a demon clown wench doesn't mean I'm I don't still have a full functioning body parts. Fair. Exactly. Like I'm still I'm still hot. Don't worry about it. So you need six two and above. Uh, okay, so these are these. This is like my dream man. Okay, this is okay. a big topic here nowadays. We go. Is here we go. Here we go. Okay, this is if you are listening and you. <clears throat> here we go. I need a six two, at least, like two hundred plus pounds. Like I want a big dude, and I want him to be smart. 
that's that's it and maybe have like a car and a nice job but like that's all you need that's all you need and you would think i'm pulling teeth with these motherfuckers i'm like just you got to be taller and bigger than me and like well honestly the hardest thing out of everything you just said is the height there are so listen and i've the worst part is like i've I've had relations with a lot of tall people so i'm like i'm running out of them so no, what I mean is like if you want all of those, mm-hmm. you can get. I think you can get all three of those. Yeah, you can get three out of four of those pretty easily, but the height one's the hardest one. Yeah, which sucks. Like I'm like in a perfect world, he's like six seven, but I'm like now you, it's even more difficult. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta be at least six two. Like I always say, like I'm like a roller coaster because there's a lot of twists and turns and there is a height requirement. So uh, yeah. Yeah, please, honestly. Please, if this podcast could bring me a man, oh, that would be awesome. And I'm not, certainly not trying to shatter yes, any dreams no. here. But of all those, like, a car and a decent job, that's not that difficult. You would think I'm pulling teeth with some of these motherfuckers. I do struggle with the dating thing nowadays. It's I've like, had a lot of people on here that have said things, and I've had people on here, I'm blown away that they're not, that they're single. I'm like, why? Oh, my God. You, you, I have I don't, fucking uh, I don't want to be out. I'm so happy to not be out there. No, I, I don't blame you. Like, I have, had, like, literally, like, the I saw a TikTok, and it was like, POV, this is dating, like, on apps in this day. And it's like, you're literally everything I want, and I am in love with you. However, I'm gonna, we're not gonna be in a relationship because I wanna keep my options open. And yeah. I'm like, bruh, we yeah. can close the door. The door is okay to be closed. Yeah. I wanna shut that door. That's another one. That That's another wild with us. That someone will come across somebody that they really like. As a, people that, let's just say this too. So, someone that has. The height yes. that has the, the uh, really good job, yes. treats them really, really good, yes. has oh. a great car, great apartment. And they're like, ah, but I'm only like 23, so I want to try Even other better. shit. Well, nope. No, no I someone's hear saying that. Yeah, I don't want that now. I, because, I hear that. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, an Andrew near my age? That's, that's like fantastical. But no, because like that's the other thing. I'm like, I'm 21, but I'm like an old soul. Like I'm like, we need to like go on romantic dates. Take me to the movies. I, I want to see, like, a movie in, like, a field. You know, like, where they have, like, that big-ass, uh, uh, like, a drive-in. Yeah. Take me to the drive-in. Do all that. Uh, wild fact. Yeah. Um, there are not a lot of drive-ins in the U.S. still that are functioning, but there I think a large one. number of them are in Ohio. There is one in, like, Kent. There's one in Wadsworth, too. There is. Take me to the drive-in. No, there's, I literally think there's like maybe 20 total in the country and like eight are in Ohio. Fuck yeah. And drive-ins are awesome. And we can go to all eight of them if you are in love with me. So if you are in fact in love with me, (laughs) we can see all that. We can do a tour. A tour Uh, of the drive-ins. A drive-in tour. I would do that. That's actually sounds kind of awesome. That sounds fun. A drive-in tour. Drive-ins are the best. You bring your own food, bring your own booze. Exactly. Sit in the back of the car and hang out. And you get me. Maybe some other shit happens. I'm fun. Yeah. Can do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever you want. Choose your own adventure, baby. Okay, so you have about 14 more minutes before Hell yeah. we get to 90 minutes. So Hell yeah. That'll be right at 4.30, so that we'll get you out of here then before I will, then. And I have to yeah. run like a demon. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. real. So I know there's a lot. You're coming up again. I know you say you're an old soul, and I agree. Yeah. I, I very much believe and agree with you because the thing that you're doing and the thing that you are outside of like you know school obviously but Mm -hmm. they're performing it looks fun it's a lot of fun you enjoy it so much but it's a commitment and somebody that is young a lot of times even the things that they like they'll kind of falter a little bit real which is a real thing there's nothing wrong with that that that's you you're 
you're still trying to kind of grow and mature and things like that. 100%. But you don't seem to have because it's not only just you're young now, but you've been doing this for years. Yeah. Just just two, which is like baby and like drag years, which is crazy. That's okay. Drag queens, if y'all are listening. I don't understand why two years is still considered a baby because like the people that have been doing this for like 10 plus years, I have not met any of them. I think. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But like, I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable. That's, but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I'm always like, I have to keep telling myself, oh, you're only 21. You're not like 30. Cause I would love to be 30. Cause like 30, a lot more stuff is figured out. Uh, and mostly, <laughs> mostly, mostly more than 21. More than 21. Yeah, more than more 21. More than 21. And I'm like, sometimes I just feel like I'm like running through hoops. I don't know. It, and it's I want to stop the hoops. It's a weird thing. I don't know. I, I don't know. Obviously, when you're 30, yeah. if you're even a slightly, you know, responsible person, yes, of course, you know a lot more when you're 21. 100%. But then when you hit 30, you're just like, fuck, I still don't know anything. Oh, God. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if that ever goes away. You know, I'm starting to think that that is, in fact, the case. It does not go away. I don't think the uh, the uncertainty of what is next goes away. No. I really don't think it does. No, I think that that's just like a thing that you kind of have to just kind of deal with. No, I do. I think it, I think it is. I, I, I don't. I don't think that that actually goes away. And I'm going as, that, as someone that's still uncertain about things you oh. know there are things that i'm obviously very certain of and i'm very happy with and very but there's still things that are i think are just kind of always up in the air that are always going to be in the back of my mind that are never going to go away right and i'm not saying that to scare i think most people that are my age or in their 30 or whatever it might be i think they would all be like yeah no one hits 35 and they're like got it all we're good to go there's no issues there's no open discussions right everything else is just kind of vacations and fun it's yeah. just not it yeah so I don't. I just don't want. I don't want you to leave here thinking when I hit a certain age, you're good. No. Well, I mean, and listen, you. I will probably have to. I will probably always feel that way. Like, oh, I'll be fine eventually. Yeah. Eh, never really kind of truly fine. What? Uh, what about songs? What songs do you pick? Oh, okay. It's, and I ask because specifically because yeah. of the way that you're. That kinda, I the, the, yes. Okay, so I, I'm really curious. Truly, one million percent depends on how I feel that day. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like. I'm at this event. And it also depends on, like, the place I'm booked. Yeah. Because if I'm, like, if I'm booked at, like, Zephyr, a lot of college kids, I'm probably going to do something either, like, really gay, like Britney Spears or something, or I'm going to do something that's, like, on TikTok. Like, if I, like, right now, heads up to any anyone coming to my shows, like, in Kent, I'm going to be doing songs from Saltburn because that's all over TikTok. I'm going to do that whole fucking soundtrack because people are going to be like, I love this song. Let me give you a dollar. But when I'm feeling it, like, the songs that I want to do, I love to do songs that are traditionally sung by men and I, because I like to look really feminine and I like to like do like a masculine song. Like my favorites to do are like tear you apart by she wants revenge. Um, here, you know what I'm going to do actually, this is cool. I'm going to pull up my drag playlist. I'm not going to play any of these because copyright infringement, but I'm like, what are like my most listened to right now? Yeah. I'm curious about that. I'm curious as well. Cause I, I have a lot in here. Okay, let's see. Let's go, like, right here. Um, Take On Me by AHA. Great song. Breaking Dishes by Rihanna. Where Is My Mind by The Pixies. Burnin' Love by Elvis. Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. Wig in a Box from Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which is my favorite movie of all time. I've got ABBA on here, The Cure, Laura Branigan. What Cure song? Um, Friday, I'm in Love. And I've done Boys Don't Cry, which I would love to do again. I did it one time when it was it was horrible. Violent Pornography by System on a Down. That's on my two perform list. That's a good one. Um, 
Paradox by Sextile. Like, I love, like, heart electronics sung by men. Um, and then I got, like, like a prayer by Madonna. And then I just added, in, in, a, in a crazy, because I was like, I have to, I added all of oracular spectacular from mgmt that entire album is okay. on my is on my to my like per, to perform list but i it, it's truly anything like sometimes i want to do like a song from the 30s and sometimes i'm like give me like a death fuck metal song and then sometimes i'm like let me just do some britney spears turn it out like it yeah. truly depends on how i feel and also my outfit reflects that because like when i'm like when you go to a comatose show and you see i'm in like a suit and like a little short like mullet kind of wig Baby, I'm about to get on that stage, like, splits, dips, kicks, that. But if I'm in, like, a gown and my tits are out and my hips are, like, the size of, like, you know, the earth, um, I'm definitely going to be doing something, like, more masculine, like some Marilyn Manson or something. Not too much of him because he's crazy. But, you know, like, I just, (laughs) I love, I just love performing any kind of music because I come from a very musical family. Both my parents are music teachers. I, when I was growing up, I learned how to play five instruments. I know how to sing. So I've always just loved music and getting to perform just like music like that. So cool. It's so hashtag cool. And you said the entire soundtrack to Saltburn. All of Saltburn. So I I assume you watched it. I did. That movie was crazy. I just, I love dying to talk to someone. I loved it. I, okay. I am, pre- so I was on the phone with my friend yesterday. She wants to do murder on the dance floor and she wants to, at like, there's like a big part of the song where there's like a big instrumental and she wants to take a mason jar that says bath water on it and drink it. And I said that, I said, do you know how much money you would fucking get? Like that, people would go crazy if they saw that. I feel like there, I really think there was a good movie in there. Absolutely there's a good movie in there. In fact, I would say there's a great movie there were in there. there are parts in it though where I was like, Especially when the movie concluded, I was like, but wait, that's a complete contradiction to something that happened. I don't know. I I, I get that. I struggled with, I struggled with when I got to the it's end. It's a of, crazy watch. Well, so like the, obviously the, the ground mud fucking thing. So like. That was, I'm sorry. I want a man to love me like that. But so I'm glad you please said. Please fuck the ground well, for please. me. Please. I'm so, I'm so, so glad you said that. The end of the movie, yeah. when he is he's he's about to you know finish off Rosamund Pike, mm-hmm. he's like, I didn't love him, I hated him, and I hated all of you. I and I'm think, like, wait a minute, then what was the whole point of that scene? I think when you're that like, okay, so I compare him. This is a crazy comparison. I compare him to kind of like Homelander from The Boys. Okay, when you're that far gone. You're lying to yourself at that point. Oh, fair. Okay. He's probably just very like you're you're just losing it. Depending on the day you ask I feel him like he did love her. I, like I think so too. Him. But when he said that, I was like, but then what were the point of oh, those I other th- two scenes? I think he lost his mind. Yeah. I think he was just crazy. Okay. Cause it had a very I don't know if you ever saw the talented Mr. Ripley. I have not seen that movie. It's a, it's nowhere near as fucking weird as this. But it has a similar thing where it's someone that's almost kind of faking who he is to be with. Absolutely. Yeah. It's And it was good. It was really, really good. I did like it. But then there were parts where I'm like, wait a minute. But that doesn't make any sense because of. But then I was like, maybe I'm just overthinking this. Um, Have you ever seen The Boys? Yeah. Oh, my God. The Boys is great. Has the greatest show I think ever created. It's a really, and I came to that show because it has people that I like from other shows that I like. I well, I read the comics because Homelander's from Banshee, right. which is amazing. Uh, uh, what's his name from Supernatural? Don't know. 
I don't know any of the actors in that show. I just oh, know, okay, I just okay. know the boys. Because I read the comics. The comics are wildly different oh, okay. than the show. And I just, I got caught up last night because I was like, I might as well get fucking caught up. There are so many things in the show <laughs> that are different from the comics. I, okay, I want to discuss them. These are spoilers for the boys TV show. Light, light spoilers, but also like, if you want to watch the boys, don't listen to this part. Skip to, I don't know, whatever fucking part. But in the comic, um, the last three people that are left alive at the end of everything are Starlight, Huey, and the president of Vought, which you see in the show, the president of Vought was changed to a woman. And then she also was murdered at the end of the first season. Um, in the show, Black Noir, he was unmasked and he was revealed to be forgot. But in the comics, Black Noir is a clone of Homelander who was created to destroy Homelander in case he like came into power and like lost his mind. And I think this is this is amazing in the comic. In the comic, same as the show, horrible, murderer, crazy person, killed off panel. Like his big moment is undermined completely because he was such an asshole and it was just taken away. I think that's so like, I think that's amazing storytelling. I think that's amazing. Like themes. Yeah. It was so cool. That's a wildly love that underrated show. Love that show. Oh, that show is so good. That That, show's not as mainstream as it should be. It's a pretty brutal show. That show's crazy. It's a pretty brutal show. So I don't think it can ever be massively mainstream, but it's very good. I truly think that is it, that is absolutely the most accurate depiction of if there were like superheroes like that in society. Modern day superheroes, modern, with social modern, media and egos. So and shit. social media, yeah. like even like I remember on season one they were talking about like capes for Christ. I was like, that is absolutely correct. There would be superheroes that did like these religious events. I think that's so cool. I agree. I agree. I love the boys. Watch the too. boys. I do. I do watch the boys. Watch Saltburn. I don't. I'm not trying to say you don't watch. Please it. watch Saltburn. I'm just saying when I started watching it and then I got to the end, I was I started analyzing it because I did like it, but then I had issues with things. So please watch um, Saltburn. That movie is oh, what a treat. Oh, everyone has. What a everyone treat. Everyone that I've talked to that that it, it, via text, like I watched Saltburn. Like, what do you think? Like, it's fucked up. Like everyone, everyone was like talking about the bathtub. Like that's so gross. That's so gross. I said, would you do that too for your man? I'd probably just make out with him. I, I also would probably just make out with him. That's a little crazy. <laughs> I would just be like, let's just get out of the tub and let's do yeah, some other yeah, shit. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're at time where I know that you have to get going. Well, I can, listen, I can chill for as long as you need me because okay. the bar is five minutes away. Okay, I just, I don't want to. Hell yeah. Okay, I don't no. want to, I don't want to make you late nah, for a show oh, or anything like that. Listen, drag time is like an enigma. Like, the show will probably start like late as fuck, so we're good. <laughs> okay, good. We're good. We're good. So what uh, what are the sh- like shows? What are the, I know you have your, your your weekly show. Okay, are you asking for things for me to plug? Well, not just plug, oh, not plug. but I well f- well first of all plug. Yes, for sure. yes. Okay, so first, um, I eat first. Um, so come to the pickle show in Kent. Yeah. Um, it's at the P- Burnt Pickle in Kent, Ohio. It's an amazing drag show. It's an open stage. Our next one, I don't know when this is released, but we have a couple. We have one every single month. Um, come to that. I have a lot of gigs coming up. I have a lot of secret projects coming up. I'm trying to think, what can I talk about? Oh, I'm in a brunch in uh, February, the last weekend at uh, Bottle House. That'll be cool. I'm at No Class a lot. I'm really everywhere. Follow brunch my. And, let me know about the because Bottle House is right here. It's um, it's the last weekend of February. It's the Black and White Brunch. It's me, Clinica Depressus, Santana, and Anadonia Delight, which is okay. like a really cool cast. Um, follow my Instagram. It's at comatose is not cool. 
um, buy my shirts, uh, buy a puzzle, tag me buy in the puzzle. puzzle. We yes. can have a laugh about it. Um, yeah, follow uh, follow me. I will tag all my friends. You can follow them. Um, if you want a good show to go to in Cleveland, my first suggestion is always going to be Cast and Call at um, the Coda in Tremont. That's another open stage, so a lot of newcomers, but it's a really, really good show. It's been going on for over two years. It's a really, really good show. Nice. Coda's great. That's such Coda's a great, great place. I love that place so Coda's much. Coda's amazing. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Well, what I was talking about, not just like plug your current right. stuff, but like what do you what do you want to like, do? Like, like what's the next chapter? Like what? Yeah. Like I, any type. I was any, about this any, the other day. any type of performer, mm-hmm. not just evolution of you as a performer, but evolution as your shows where you want to go. We like dream people you want to work this. with. Like, I was thinking about this. this. So my big goal for 2024 is I want to start in drag. I want to start doing more stand up comedy. I have loved stand-up comedy forever. My biggest idol forever, forever, and ever will always be Joan Rivers. I think she did it all. I think she was the greatest comedian to ever walk this earth. I want to start being booked as a stand-up comic. Not yet. And I would always be in full drag. Because I think that would be so hysterical to see, like, Bill, like, this other comedian, and then also comatose. And then they show up, and then I show up in a crazy outfit. Like, I think that is 100% my dream. I want to do it all. I want to be a comedian. I want to be like, I want to release music eventually. That's like years down the line. But I, I want to take over the world. That's the comatose thing. I, my biggest thing at the end of the day, I want to go down in history. I want to be written about. I want to. I want people to say comatose was one of the most iconic drag queens that ever walked this planet. Well, good news. You're still young. I know. And you can. I, I'm like, I'm just. Bummed? Why do you get bummed about, about that? Because I just want to be wise. Like, older people are so wise. Like, give me some wisdom. No, older people fake being wise. Well, we're, then let me learn how to do that. We're dumb. Ooh, if I learn how to fake being wise, y'all will never hear the end of it. <laughs> y'all will never hear the end of it. I'll be the wisest bitch in the room. <laughs> no, I. I, I I really, I like your outlook on this a lot. Yeah. I, again, like, I've come across some young people that I'm always kind of very impressed by because I know what it's like to mm-hmm. be a young person. Like, I always wanted to do cool things, and I always yeah. wanted to do this, but there was a lot of things that always kind of held me back and held back other people that I knew were the same age. You know, fear, commitment, apathy, That's things like thing. that. You know it's, what I mean? So if I could like give advice to all the young like performers that want to perform, it's like just make the jump. That's what I always say when I started drag. I said you just got to jump. You got to you got to just go for it. Like I, I say that cuz everything that I do or have done, I got into it late. Like you yeah, start earlier than you think. I got way, I got into it way late. I waited. I I waited longer than I really should have. Mm-hmm. And I've always regretted those things. I'm glad that I finally did them, but it's like man, if only I'd started a year or two earlier or two mm-hmm. years earlier, three years earlier. I just wish I'd done that. I respect all the drag queens. We're all cool people. Go to um Oh, you want to know a great show in Cleveland is Glamgore. I've no of it. I know of it. I don't. I've never. You gotta met. go. That is the craziest show ever. Like I saw. Um, so it, the hostess, her name's Anadonia. She's like eating raw eggs on stage. <laughs> she did like a milk enema. She's. Ugh. It's crazy. It's <laughs> fucking. That's my type of shit right there. I want to see crazy shit. That's like crazy stuff. You gotta. You gotta like come to all these. Come to the cool drag shows. Cause like you can go anywhere to like a drag brunch and like see like this number and like they're just like doing like you know your. With regular stuff. No. I want to see a salt burn bathwater number. 
I don't think I want to see that. I, I didn't do. Like, I didn't want no. I didn't I like. Do. I didn't enjoy that. Some part. of the best numbers I've seen are like the things that nobody thinks about. Like someone did "Where Have You Been" by Rihanna as Waldo. Okay, that's that's cool. hysterical. <laughs> like I, it's like you got to just be well, creative. I, it's and have like fun. The, the 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 spider web of creativity for something like this is kind of endless. Oh hell yeah! You know what you can do in terms of songs you can and do themes. Anything yeah. you really can't. It's choose your own adventure. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it really is. I love that. I'm really glad you can. I really am glad. I'm Thank so glad. You. I don't even know how we, again, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. I don't remember how it got started. Well, it's started. because we knew each other in a past life. And That's those two people had to say, come together for this moment. But and as I soon said, as you yeah. messaged and I looked at your page, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to keep messaging cool. this person. You are cool. I'm fun. I like cool. having fun. Thank, I'm you glad for, you... thank you so much for having me oh, in your beautiful no, no, no. house. No, hey, you know what? We should. You know what we should do? What so should I, we do? I, I do some other things too. Well, one. You want to give me your house for free? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's where we were going with that. I want to do a couple of things. One, okay. I definitely want to, when you're ready, I will send you anything in terms of, like, the uh, equipment suggestions. Fuck, yeah, for I like a po- I think it's a really good idea. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I think we should also do, like, a, I don't know, we could do, like, a drag movie show, too, oh where God, we just watch a movie and just, like, talk about I, it. Or we could watch, like, gay movies. I okay. took an LGBT um the- I took an LGBT uh, film course. I, n- I have like a bevy of those. We can watch a gay movie. So good. Gay movies. You gotta watch Hedwig. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Okay. That's the third one. The first one is The Queen. The second one is Paris is Burning. The third one is Hedwig. Because we've Angry done Inch. a couple of those. Like I've done. Oh my God. We've done like where we just like watch movies and like joke around. Yes. Fun you could too. put you could put me in that. You could put Peach Fuzz in that. That's what I mean. I think those are really, really fun. Those are really, really fun. I have so many connections. Everyone wants to do stuff. Yeah, I I think that's great. That's the like through like shit like this. The amount of people that have like I have another live show coming up in Akron next month. Oh hell yeah. And the amount of people are like, hey, for a future show, let's like everyone wants to collaborate yeah. and do fun stuff. I think there's a lot. Fun. I think there's a lot of fun stuff between performers and music and comedy and pod that you can actually do. And I really, really want to see you do comedy too. I would uh, like literally like I. Is it like a date for you? Like I want to do this by in like six so months bad. or ten months so or something. Bad. I gotta, I gotta like really get on myself about that. But I'm yeah. like, I want to be booked at like oh traditionally like heterosexual venue. As comatose, the stand-up comedian. I think, I think that'd fun. be hysterical. I uh, the theme of like a big thing for me is like queering spaces. The th- it's called queering a space. I I sh- I, whoa, hold on, try that again. It's called queering a space. I think we should call it infiltration because you go into like a traditionally like heteronormative space and you like make queer shit like happen in it. Like the show, the the pickle show, the show that I have, it is at like a frat bar. It is at a college bar where they have line dancing and karaoke and like fraternities <laughs> and every month they have a drag show there and it is the best it is a really good drag show and i think that's cool i think i i want to do more stuff like that you know make it safe for everyone hey i like that i'd really really do hell yeah good well uh i do want to get you out of here because i know that you got your thing to get to but Literally, i also want to get okay yeah, don't no. even worry i know but still hell i know yeah. but so hey you're an hour and a half. I mean, you're, you're, you're right where I thought we would I made be. it. And we've covered it all. We've covered what you've done. Strippers. What you want to do. We talk about strippers. Magicians. Only fans. Stripper pub, magicians. Bad public education. Hell yeah. Oh, we, can't, done it we all. can't go back to that. I'm going to be so sad. I know. Well, this is why we went right away from Teach that. the kids to read. Yeah, apparently. It's a hard concept and it's we're just so, not doing it. It's so. whack. Uh, where can everybody find you again? Um, it's Comatose is Not Cool on Instagram. Um, I have a Facebook page, but you don't want that. 
Um, yeah, just follow my Instagram. Well, send me a DM. We'll have a fun time. Buy a puzzle, send a dollar. Please buy a puzzle, send a dollar. And also, please bring me my man, The Guiltless Podcast. My <laughs> man is coming through this podcast. I can feel it. It's a good time. Here we go. Dating puzzles and dollars. Dating puzzles, dollars. Title of that. Boom. Boom. That's Boom. It. There you did go. it. Did that. That's it. Thank Woo! you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right.